Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a no idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy. Daddy Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? You must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy play guitar. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Well, we're going to kick things off here. It is 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 24-7 over there at JiggyJaguar.com. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, we're going to go to our next guest, our first guest of this broadcast today, if you're listening to me, Barbara Sternig is going to be with us. We're going to try to get a hold of Babs Sternig as I have her written down in my book here. She has got a brand new book. We are going to go to talk to Barbara Sternig here in just a few seconds. Live here on our world famous Chiggy Jaguar radio broadcast. So let's go to Barbara Sternig. She is going to join us. Uh, we have got to give her a holla holla, as they say. On the telephone. So we're going to call Barbara Sternig and see if we can get a hold of Barbara Sternig. We're going to see if we can find Barbara Sternig. Hello. Barbara, how are you? It's James Lowe giving you a call. How are you, my friend? Oh my gosh, how are you? Pretty good, actually. Pretty good, actually. I have got you down in my book today well, you for know an what? We, interview. Hello? 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 I've got hello? you. How are you, Barbara? Can you We're hear us? I'm breaking up here. I, can hard, I can't hear you. Okay, I'm going to holler. I'm going to hang up and call you right back here. So her phone is breaking up, so we are going to call her right back. We're going to do this. We're going to position the microphone right in front of my face let's try that let's try that barbara can you hear me my friend yes i can hear you excellent excellent well i wanted to talk to you about your brand new book do you have a few moments here (laughs) well i do yes because i got an email from you a couple months ago and i wrote you down in my in my book here and i wanted to give you a call and talk to you about this brand new book uh, it's a tale of a bad affair, romanced. Tell me romanced, a little bit about yes. this. Hello. Hello, Barbara. Are you still with us? Your phone, I think, is breaking yes, I up. Know. I think I think my phone is getting. I think your phone's here. breaking up. Well, let me call you on our other number, and uh, okay, we'll see if we can we can it's... try that from another number. That is kind of what I thought was going to take place today. But we will see. Okay. Let's, Let's try. hope this works. Let's hope this works. Barbara, can you hear me at all, my yeah, friend? I can hear you. Can you hear me okay? I've got you. I've got you loud and clear, my friend. I just want to hear about your book. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, so that's what it is. It's a, it's a slim volume. And it also contains a lot of poems that kind of express all of the turmoil and emotions. Fantastic. Well, it is a great book. We have got Barbara Sternig with us today. She is 
amazing, and she has got an incredible new book. It's a fiction that rings pretty damn true, and the award-winning author Barbara Sternig joins us here on the phone talking about her incredible book. She is a uh, former National Enquirer senior reporter there in Hollywood. She wrote uh, Secrets of a Tabloid Reporter, and she's got this brand new book out. So this book that you've just written, uh, tell me a little bit about why you decided to write this book. Well, you know, I'll tell you, James, after many years of being here in Hollywood and talking not only to my friends but to stars about their romantic woes and even going through some of my own, of course, um, I just decided I want to write something to express what people go through in their romantic lives. And sometimes you just meet somebody that that just hits you in the heart so hard and you just can't break away, but that person is bad for you. And I think it's a oft-repeated tale which uh, people can relate to, and these are the comments that I've been getting from its readers, that it's, it's just something that every romantic soul has gone through if they're brave enough and if they just have too much romance in their hearts to uh, to let it go. They just want it, but it's bad for them. <laughs> does, that, does that ring a bell, anyway, anybody? <laughs> so how does this book compare to some of the other books you've written in the past? Well, you know, I'll tell you. The difference is, my other, I have three other books. There are two about my experiences on the National Enquirer. As you said, Secrets of a Tabloid Reporter, that was the first one. And then I had so many people say, we want more. So I wrote a sequel to that book, and that one is called Celebrity Secrets of a National Enquirer Reporter. Um, And both of those books are available on my website, which is simply my name, barbarasternig.com. But then I also had, you know, when my father died, he was an amazing chronicler of the world around him. He was an educator, and he was an avid amateur photographer who left these amazing photo albums, not only of our family, which was a big family, eight kids, but of the world around him. So I, I kind of spent quite a bit of time going through these albums, and I selected a couple hundred most evocative pictures, and I wrote a book called On Chestnut Street, a 1940s childhood in words and pictures. And it just tells the story of my father and his early life and, and uh, our, our early life of our family. That one's also on the website. So as you can tell, those three books are completely different from this new one. <laughs> Couldn't be more different. We have got Barbara Sternig with us today, Romanxed, I guess is how you pronounce this, the, the tale of a bad affair. And it's a common, that word, I made up that word, Romanxed, it's a combination of romance and angst. You know, that angst is the German word for anxiety. <laughs> well, so it's a anxiety why... What 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 what's been some goals for this book? What 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 were some of your goals when you put this book together? Well, I, I guess my goal is just to share this universal experience of lost love or or troubled love with readers, and you know, especially I suppose it's you might say it's a woman's book. It's certainly from a feminine point of view. However, the men who have read it have found it. In fact, I, I, I just had a reader send me an email yesterday saying that he, he found it to be like an Asian dance with many layers and that it was a universal experience and that even men can, can know and have known. Um, so I guess I just wanted to share that kind of part of life with readers. It's a different part of life than your professional life, of course, or than your childhood life. It's, a, it's really a, a part of your, of your growing up and adult life. So that, that was my goal, just to share. That's all. That's awesome. We have got Barbara Sternig with us today. Romanxed is the latest from her, The Tale of a Bad Affair. She joins us live here on the telephone talking a little bit about this incredible book. So what has been the feedback from folks that you uh, that, that have picked the book up, that have gotten in touch with you? What's been the feedback like? Well, the feedback so far has been almost to a, almost to a reader, they say, I couldn't put it down. I read it in one, it's a, it's a short book. It's, it's a slim volume. 
and actually, if you have time, you can read in one sitting. Um, and that has been a universal comment that I've gotten is that I sat down and I couldn't put it down. Uh, the people that have been more thoughtful have even compared it to, uh, I don't know, some uh, more classical literature, not in the way it's written, but just in the thoughts expressed. And and you know what I, li- I liked about it is I, I really tried to step into the shoes of my protagonist, and, and I wrote poems that fitted around the narrative of the, of the book. And so several people have said they loved some of the poems and, and they, they uh, it applied to a romance that they've had. So, so these are the, the comments. So, so far, so good. You know, to be honest, James, I had no idea what people, how people would, would react to it. So I've been very, very happy that everybody has really liked it so far, even the men. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. It is Romanxed, the tale of a bad affair. Barbara Sternig with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast. And uh, so, Barbara, uh, talk to me about some of your inspiration and some of your heroes as far as writing goes. Oh, you know who my favorite writer is? And it's nothing to do with, he's a fiction writer, Thomas Harris. He wrote Silence of the Lambs. And Red Dragon. Are you familiar with with those books? They yes. Were made into movies. Yes, I am. Yes, he, I am. He, yeah, his genre is kind of really horror horror stories. But he, I, what I admire about him is he has the most magnificent vocabulary. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm a professional writer. I've been a journalist all my life and an author now. I and, and I. I sort of think I have a pretty good vocabulary. I, I certainly use it in my writing. But, oh, my God, I looked up words over and over again while I was reading Thomas Harris. He came up with words that said exactly what he wanted to say, but they're words that nobody uses. And I, I, I tried to write them down so I could remember them and, and, and you know, kind of use them myself. I don't think they've – I really have, but – He's very interesting to read. He, he's, he expresses himself so well, and he weaves a story so well. I can, I'll tell you one thing, James, that I learned in writing my first, non, uh, my first fiction. It's much harder than nonfiction. <laughs> it really is, because you have to create a world. Whereas if you're writing nonfiction, you write the facts, and that's my background as a journalist. Of course, you, you write what happened. And uh, but, however, if you're writing fiction, you have to figure out the plot. You have to figure out subplots. You have to create characters in your mind and make them come alive somehow. So that was the that was the challenge of it. And I think I'll try it again. But I'm going to take a break here and do another nonfiction in the meantime. <laughs> That's awesome. We have got Barbara Sternig with us today. So what is next for you as an author? Well, I'll tell you. I am. I have uh, a couple of books in mind, and one of them is a sequel to the to the to the book which contains all of those wonderful vintage photographs that my dad took. And I'm going to try to recreate the 1950s through his photographs and tell about life in the 50s. For the other one, I really had to kind of go into the the minds of my aunties and uncles and 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 grandma and grandpa even and find out what was really going on back in the 40s. But the 50s, you know. I remember the 50s as a little child, and so I'll, I should be able to put some of my own impressions in there, uh, first going to school and things like that. And um, using my dad's pictures, not only of people, but the fashions, the cars, the buildings. We grew up in, the, in, the, in a suburb of Chicago, so we often went to the city. He has lots of pictures of Chicago as it was in those many, many years ago. How many is that? That's 70 years ago already. So... It's quite interesting to to see that through, you know, uh, the eyes of a really not a professional uh, photographer, but somebody who was just an interested man and who was curious, and he was a very good photographer, and he caught the the mood of places. So that's that's one. And then the other one, James, is I, I I have two aunties that died way, way before I was born, and they died as children of tuberculosis. And... I found some letters that my grandmother wrote regarding the illness that her two little twin daughters had. And the twins, and she says how the twins had absolutely no idea how sick they were and that they were actually dying. 
and she was trying to be so cheerful for them, and she kind of just purged herself of some of her pain and emotions through the letters, which I fell heir to those letters. So I don't know if I can write that book or not, because I don't know if I can create the context, but but I'm going to try it anyway. That's That's one of them. And then, you know, there's always more National Enquirer adventures to talk about, that's for sure. <laughs> I will have to say that uh, your your National Enquirer stuff, I, 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 I think, is amazing. And uh, the, the fact that uh, you survived all of that uh, is, even, is even more of an amazing uh, situation. Well, you know, it, it is. And... As a matter of fact, uh, last year, last year, or was it even the year before? Now it would be the year before. Um, Magnolia Productions uh, created a CNN documentary called "Scandalous: The True Story of the National Enquirer," and I am one of the featured reporters that they interviewed quite extensively. And uh, I think that 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 documentary, "Scandalous," really, really tells what it was like inside, because all of the the other reporters, there were maybe about five of us. All of us were no longer there, so we could speak freely. We we came. We actually hadn't signed non-disclosure agreements like everybody signs today at the Enquirer, so we could speak freely about our experiences there. And some of them were fantastic. Believe me, I stayed there twenty years, and it was an amazing career. The one thing that I will always, always be so grateful for. At the National Enquirer, you had a hard job because nobody wanted to talk to you. The celebrities feared it. Some of them used it really, really well and got lots of publicity. Others just would, would put the phone down. You know, their their press agents would put the phone down on you. So it was challenging to get the story. Um, because it was so challenging, our boss felt that to get the proper talent to do that work, he had to pay them, uh, you know, very, very good salaries, and he had to support them 100%, and he did. Anything we needed to get our story, we had it. If it was a Learjet... We had it. We had amazing wow. backup in the office. So that doesn't exist anymore. The Enquirer no. has changed a lot. <laughs> that was the owner and founder, Gene Pope. That's the way he ran it. But he died many years ago now, and the paper has changed hands many times. So it's it's a watered... Well, I mean, it's still... I, I haven't seen it for a while, to be honest, but I think it's still... goes for the scoops. That's what we were always in search of, the blockbuster, the front page. That's what we always needed to get. We were always under pressure to get that. And um, in the in the documentary, we tell the tales from both sides, you know, the good and the bad. And I think it's very fascinating. And uh, some of the other reporters, Tony Brenna, David Wright, um, uh, Jerry, uh, uh, let me see, <laughs> no, I can't remember his last name. But anyway, he was the bureau chief here. We we had really great people on, on the paper. A lot of my colleagues came right from Fleet Street, and these were those bulldog British reporters. And uh, they got the goods. I'm telling you, well, so did I. Yeah, that's why I was in Hollywood. That was my my really my prime metier that I that I covered before I joined the National Enquirer. I had been, do you ever remember an early television gossip reporter named Rona Barrett? Yes, I think I've interviewed Rona Barrett oh, at okay. one point or another. Well, I was her writer, and I was her leg woman, and so I was out on the town every night, and I, that's where I really got my Hollywood reporting background in those years that I that I was uh, Rona's right-hand man and her uh, reporter and, and her writer, most of all. So that was that was really what got me hired at the Enquirer. They needed somebody who knew Hollywood and and could report on it. So, but you know, it was it was a great experience, and I, I hope I expressed it in in all of its you know different elements in my books. So uh, anyhow, that's it. And so, celebrity secrets of a National Enquirer reporter, and uh, secrets of a tabloid reporter. Those are those two books. And um, I hope people will have a chance to go on my website. Uh, it, it gives you a link to the documentary also if you go on there. And uh, you can have a read of each one of the books. There's excerpts in there of each one. And, uh, yeah, so hope hope everybody has a, has a little time to do that. Well, I'll tell you, you have got quite the deal here, my friend. And uh, <laughs> thank you. I really appreciate you uh, making some time for us today. And thanks for writing this great book. And congratulations on this on this incredible book, Romanxed. Oh, thank you. 
thank you so much, James. And please, please, send me your address, or I want to send you a copy or two of that. You can give them to a few of your friends. Yes, and I also have, uh, I also am sending, I'm forwarding your email to a few radio people that I know, and uh, hopefully they can get you on their shows at some stage of the game. But uh, thanks for making some time for us, Barbara, and I will talk to you soon. Have yourself thank a you, James. wonderful day, my great. friend. Really appreciate it. Take care. Appreciate it, my friend. Thank you. There she goes. That is Barbara Sternig. The fantastic Barbara Sternig joins us here on our big, big broadcast. So let's do this. We're going to take a brief time out. And when we come back, we are going to figure it out. We've got more coming up. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 10 million people. Without destroying your credit, they can reduce your interest rates, lower your total payments up to 50% to get you out of debt fast. For a free consultation, call Consolidated Credit now. The program works. Call 800-435-1899. 800-435-1899. 800-435-1899. Consolidated Credit Solutions Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Kansas CSO 0019051. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 892. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission License Number DCA3. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action. Actual interest rates, length of program, and monthly payment reductions will vary by consumer and creditor. Yours could be higher or lower. Not a loan company. We do not lend money. You work hard to provide a better life for your family. The only problem is that you now have a tax bill that you can't afford to pay. The IRS is now threatening to garnish your wages and put a levy on your bank account. You can't ignore the IRS. They won't go away on their own. You need help. And you need it now. Give us a call now and we'll create a plan of action for you that we guarantee will work. Stop the harassing phone calls. Stop the threatening letters. Stop wage garnishments. Stop any bank levies. And most importantly, put an end to your tax nightmare once and for all. If you have a tax debt of $10,000 or more, call the tax pros at United Tax Fix today. Representatives are standing by to assist you. Call 800-678-7027. 800-678-7027. That's 800-678-7027. Call now. Hey, this is Chris Jericho from Fozzie, and you're listening to the Jiggy Jaguar Show. I know I am. It's where all the cool people hang out, don't you know? Attention people with Medicare and anyone turning 65. Are you enrolled in the best Medicare plan available? The average Medicare beneficiary has a choice of 54 Medicare plans, 766 Medicare Part D prescription drug plans, and a record 3,834 Medicare Advantage plans. How do you know you have the right plan? Simple. Call 800-991-7014. That's 800-991-7014. The service is free. You may find a plan with a $0 monthly premium, $0 co-pays, and $0 deductible. Don't gamble. Speak to a licensed agent to find out which plan is right for you. Call 800-991-7014. That's 800-991-7014. 800-991-7014. And let Best MedCare do the work for you. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50-pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-485-3208. 800-485-3208. That's 800-485-3208. The Jiggy Jaguar Radio Program is back on the network. Yes, indeed, we are back live coast to coast. 
2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 PML Standard, of course. We are live as live can get over there at JiggyJagwire.com. Jigman Freud with you. And, uh, looks like I've got, I've got an interview we're going to get to here in just a few moments. But we won't, uh, we won't belabor that. We have got a brand new marketing partner we want to tell you about today here at Transmedia Worldwide. We were scheduled to chat with the author today. However, the author is ill and cannot make the interview. So we're going to tell you about his incredible book. It is the key to unlocking business success, mastering emotional selling point, and mastering unique selling point book. You can transform your business with the power of emotional and unique selling point. Let's talk to you a little bit about this. The master, the art of selling with the release of mastering emotional selling point and mastering unique selling point Two groundbreaking books from Mohammed Rudy Kariman. Yes, indeed. He is back. He's the leading expert in selling strategies. He announces the release of his Mastering Emotional Selling Point and Mastering Unique Selling Point, two comprehensive guides to unlocking the full potential of your business. In Mastering Emotional Selling Point, Mohammed Rudy Kahneman shares expert strategies and practical tips on how to use emotional intelligence to create a powerful connection with your audience and drive sales and growth. This groundbreaking book provides a step-by-step, that's right, step-by-step, mastering your emotional selling point, and we'll show you how to stand out in a crowded market and appeal to customers on a deeper level. In Mastering Unique Selling Point, Muhammad Rudy Kaninan shares expert strategies and real-world examples on how to identify and communicate your unique selling point and how to use it to drive sales and growth. This comprehensive guide will help show you how to stand out, ladies and gentlemen, in a crowded market and make a lasting impact in your market. Both emotional selling and unique selling are powerful tools that can help businesses connect with their customers and drive sales but they're often misunderstood or misused. So get them both online. Go over to www.mrudik.com. That is mrudik.com. One more time for the people in the cheap seats in the back. It's mrudik.com. An incredible, incredible series of books. Go check them out today and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. So, an incredible, incredible guest is going to join us here in just a few moments. Justin Barclay is going to be with us. And Justin is amazing. I got a chance to chat with him earlier today on our big broadcast. And uh, he is fantastic. So, let's go to that right now. This is the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Show. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live coast to coast. Born in the motor on iHeartRadio today. And of course, you can find us each and every day over there at JiggyJaguar.com. Live video when it works at our website, JiggyJaguar.com. And of course, on-demand archived audio available via iHeartRadio and TalkShoe. Selected editions will appear on AMFM247.com and tune in as well. And we have got a fabulous guest joining us today here on our big broadcast. Justin Barclay is with us. Justin, welcome to the broadcast. How are you, sir? Well, great. Thank you, man. Appreciate you having me. So, talk to me a little bit about your background, because you have a very interesting background. Yeah, I, I have a, a <laughs> wild wild background, uh, probably similar to you in some ways. I got to started radio when I was a kid, and um, it was always uh, the, the thing that I wanted to do, and, and uh, ever since I guess it was probably about sixth seventh grade in school they asked uh what we want to do you you're gonna do a report on what you want to be when you grow up i don't know if i've grown up yet but <laughs> it was radio at the time and i said yeah that's what i want to do and i ended up getting in, involved and in, when i was in high school and uh got my first job and I've, I've never turned back since so i get a chance to 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 do very similar get the chance to talk to people and have a good time and i've got a show here and uh, on uh, Rumble and Facebook, and we stream every day uh, there. I get a chance to fill in for Glenn Beck on his national program um, uh, from time to time when he takes vacation. 
So encourage him to take uh, as much. Be, be rested, Glenn. But uh, you know, I get to have fun with him and and uh, and and do all that good stuff. And uh, it's uh, it's been a blast, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. We have got Justin Barclay with us today. The website is justinbarclay.com. He joins us today here on our big, big broadcast. So, Justin, whenever I get a chance to talk to radio people, I always love talking to radio people, especially about radio. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of the current state of the radio business? Well, it, it depends on where you are, but it's, I think yeah. it's thriving in a lot of places. You know, um, for me back in 2020, um, you know, I work, I get to work at a great place, great local radio station. I get great management here. They, they are, uh, they're, they're just awesome. And I know it's not like that everywhere, but yeah. in 2020, when everything was kind of breaking down and people needed news, they needed information and you know what was going on. Yeah. You go online to get some of that, but a lot of it, the, especially the local stuff, um, I found there was more of a need than ever before, uh, and we we thrived through that period. We we still have, you know, I don't know if you catch this, but uh, the news hasn't let up. It's like there's never a dull moment. It's like drinking from a fire hose. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> always awesome. so much happening, you know. And yeah, um, awesome. but but we try to keep people updated. We try to give them the the truth. Let them know the stories that they're not going to see anywhere else. In some cases, there's this tendency to kind of only um share certain things or certain narratives or certain stories and yes. in 2020 i just decided you know i was seeing things coming out and seeing things coming from all different directions but really some of it would say hey you know here's some of the story but they would leave you know and, and then there would yeah. be some where they just would completely lie altogether and uh and i said you know I I uh I I'm just gonna do something crazy. Uh, call me nutty, but uh, I'm just gonna tell people everything—the good, the bad, and the ugly—and then they get to make the best decisions. I think if if you know all the facts, all the details, you can make better decisions for yourself, your family, and um and that's that's what we did. So yeah, the state of radio, I think in some places, um it can be challenging, but in others, especially where folks are doing it local and they're doing it. Uh, I say local, but you know, I also stream. You know, I'm 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 on uh, on the Facebook. I'm on Rumble. I'm on uh, Getter. I'm on like all these different places that people can actually watch a show. So, you know, when we're on the radio, we're producing content. We're talking to people. It's just relationships. But you know, you can put that everywhere, like you have on your website. You're you're not you're everywhere. So there is no limit to that. But. I don't think people will ever lose. And in fact, you know what? I think it'll continue as we as we move forward here with all the, the craziness that we're gonna see in tech, but they always will always have that craving to connect with other people, right? Well, what is the and you you bring it up with the you know, being on Rumble and being on all the other places. What in when did we get into this fascination where people love to watch other people do radio? <laughs> Where in the world did all this crap start? (laughs) That's a good question. Because um, honestly, when I do my show, it's not very polished. I just do a behind the scenes live stream is what I call it. And uh, people get to see, you know, getting ready, doing things in the background. I usually, you know, I don't play like the news or commercials. And we'll chat with people on the on the screen as things are going on. Part of it is, I think, the fascination, again, to see a peek behind a curtain of the thing that you don't ever really get to see. Part of it is that fascination, I think. Um, if they had this ability when I was a kid, I probably would have. I would have watched it. I, I definitely yeah. would have. Um, yeah. But I also think that with with other folks, uh, they're coming in the chat. And what I've seen is they, day after day, just love being there with other people. They get to know they're not alone. There's a kind of a community that develops in there. And a lot of these folks have ended up uh, getting together and meeting up outside of, of the chat and having dinner with each other and stuff. So I just think people like that sense of community and the sense of relationship. I think that's awesome. Well, one, one of the things, which, by the way, we have a great guest with us today. 
He joins us live here in our big broadcast. Justin Barclay is with us. He is basically the original ferret in a jello fight. He is uh, just shot out of a cannon today here on our big program. Uh, one of the things that I have noticed with the Democratic Party, and it's starting to it's starting to be that way with the Republican Party, although I think they're a couple years behind. Uh, and I noticed that this happens in radio as well. There is no bench to pull from. <laughs> Why is it that, like, for instance, with the Democrats, there's there's nobody to to pull from to run for various yeah. offices. And it seems that way with radio, where it's like you see these radio ads on on all access of these places where they're like, oh, we've got all these great opportunities. And it's like, well, yeah, but Glenn Beck is not giving up his millions to move to the middle of Fargo to work at a small AM for no money and no benefits. (laughs) Well, you know, I think part of it is um, the no bench situation. I think part of it is in politics, but also in business, too. But it's this hubris of, hey, we don't need those people. We don't need uh, the bench. We don't need the people that are up and coming. I got in at just the right time. When I got in, it was before the computers came in, and we were still playing CDs and carts at the time, which are like little eight-tracks people are uh, not familiar with. And somebody's probably listening to this going, CDs? What's a CD? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I I, I got into right before the computers kind of took off, and I don't know if I would have gotten a job. Now, if I would have, if I were growing up right now, I probably would have bypassed radio. See, and this, this, is, and this is what I tell people all the time. Like, young people can do all their crap yeah. on the phone. They, yeah. don't need, they don't need radio. They I would have had a TikTok or a YouTube or something, and who knows how much money I would have made. And I, I just would have been <laughs> – I mean, I think I came up – maybe I came up at the wrong time, you know. But, uh, yeah, I just and, – and that's – I will say this about business and, and politics as well. You got to be careful because when you start cutting people out of the process in a very people-oriented uh, industry or very people-oriented when it comes to politics, and you start cutting uh, th- those those people out, then you're going to end up, especially with the way technology is now, people finding their own way, and they're finding yes. their own way around. So you know, I don't need radio station anymore. Yeah. I, I can, and now radio stations are going back. Radio networks and people—they're going to find talent in some of these other places where the, these people have been creative, TikTok or or you know YouTube or or what whatever. And it, you know, you know, it, it's they got built-in you know listener bases and built-in audiences already. Yes. So why not? Well, one of the things that I find amazing—we have got Justin Barclay with us today. He is a he is great. He is he is he is a radio person who wants to talk radio and is not afraid of talking radio, which is always a good thing on this show, because uh, every time I get radio people on, I try to talk radio and they're like, uh, they, they sidestep and and misstep and go other places. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm glad we're able to talk radio today with, with, hey, with I'm Justin. Book. Yeah. Um, what do you think of? The fact that it used to be, you know, when I was growing up and you were growing up, radio was the place we got all of the news and everything, and then social media took over, and now radio's trying to play catch-up. And there are some radio groups that are doing amazing things with social media. There, There is a guy here fairly recently who, locally here in Kansas, who used to do remotes on the radio, and then he would turn around and he would do the exact same thing on their Facebook page or their Twitter with video. And it was seamless, and it was great. But 90% of the time, radio stations plug their automation machine into Twitter, and Beyonce's coming up next, and that's what they believe is social media. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be careful. Every, every, every social platform has its own kind of uh, culture its own sort of way of operating and sometimes i will try and take things that i produce somewhere else and then put them someplace else and it it doesn't always work you know Uh, so you gotta be careful about that and i think with with radio too it's it's similar we have to be careful about how we maybe take advantage of these things but 
essentially we've got content and yeah. these companies that we have where we're producing this content there ought to be somebody that takes the content that's happening inside the studio and repurposes anything yeah on any platform because it's you've got the ability to put it put it everywhere right now you got amazing reach on TikTok the numbers are what 100 million people oh it's it is no sometimes. wonder the social media uh, people want to put TikTok out of business <laughs> yeah yeah so uh so so but think about this i mean we, the 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 uh, the, op- the opportunities are endless possibilities you can do you can do anything you're only limited by you know what you uh you know what your mind can can conceive yes so yeah we have got justin barclay with us today he is a frequent guest host for the glenn beck program and he hosts his own radio program west michigan live with justin barclay he also does the after show podcast he has written a great book good news hope and encouragement for trying times and he joins us live today here on our big program so let's talk about your book uh take me through your writing process to bring this thing to life well i originally didn't want i wanted to write a book but i decided i didn't want to write a book because i felt like (laughs) books had to be 300 pages and they had to be like perfect no spelling or no issues at all and i just couldn't wrap my head around that i i just kept kind of putting it off but eventually uh, 2020 rolled around, and I I just felt pushed. I was going to say pulled, yes. called one thing, but really pushed that I got to write this book. What happened was uh, 2020. We went through the the craziness that we went to. People were really getting, uh, I mean, overwhelmed with all of the things that it had to deal with in the news. And then the election happens and people kept asking me, they would ask me, what do you think is going to happen here? What do you think is going to happen there? And I will always tell them, I don't know, but I know God's still on the throne. So my faith kind of puts me in a place that I can say, you know, I still have peace. It doesn't matter what we face. I still have peace. And one of the reasons I can say that is in 2020, my wife and I went through, we had our first child, my daughter, our oldest, she was born at 27 weeks. And we spent 77 days in the hospital from the day my wife's water broke uh, until the day we brought our daughter home. And I can't say that would have been possible the way we were able to make it through without my faith. So I wanted to share that with people. And I felt like really the push that I had to write this book to help people walk through whatever we face. Because, you know, since 2020, it's only gotten worse, as I said earlier. Yes. It's like drinking from a fire hose every day. And I have a feeling that trend is going to continue as we move forward. So no matter what's coming at us, and surely a lot will in the in the years ahead, how do you find a way to walk through it? Because I don't think we should stick our head in the sand, bury it like an ostrich, and not pay attention to any of the things that are going on in the world. I think we need to be informed. But how do you make sure that you're consuming the news and it's not consuming you? That's awesome. That is a fantastic uh, way of looking at things. How do you consume the news without it consuming you? <laughs> yeah. Well, I will tell you, we the news. You, you, you're you're correct, brother. The news does not stop. Because yeah. I remember a few years ago, uh, we love going out and covering the uh, the adult video news convention out there in uh, Vegas, and. We got done with this convention, and I'm walking out of the hotel. Oh, and Kobe Bryant died. And I'm like, what? Holy crap. (laughs) And it's like, stuff just doesn't ever stop. It's crazy. Yeah, and it can be traumatic, too. The way things, like we're constantly in a 24-hour cycle now, there's trauma in that because we're constantly hearing bad news. Yes. You don't get to see all the good news. And I talk about part of that in the book and why. I take people behind the curtain, show you how the sausage is made. But the news, <laughs> like if it bleeds, it leads. Yes. That, that's their goal. I mean, we, we're a for-profit industry, so we have to sell commercials. The way we sell commercials is we got to keep you listening or watching longer and longer yes. and longer. And that way we can sell more 
commercials for soap or car insurance <laughs> or who knows what it is. I mean, that's just how we pay the bills. I don't have anything against commercials. They they pay for my home and they pay for every yeah. So I they feed my kids, you know. So that's not that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that there is a kind of a balancing line there, and yes. you got to make sure that you're empowered through this process you know we name winter storms now i mean it's something that's crazy weather channels, <laughs> we name winter storms now that is they, awesome. they, they go through this process of trying to pull you know pull people around and, and they use fear i think during the the, the the lot of the 2020 the issues that we had the real virus was fear think about it i mean it's oh, one thing to be confronted with yeah it's it's one thing to be confronted with like what's going on in the world and to know about it but it's another thing to let it own you and um, I just wonder how many people had to suffer because they weren't getting the truth. Is hey, look, this isn't great. People are certainly, you know, dying and there are issues. But what can we do? And 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 how do we keep our heads on straight during all this? And I think, you know, unfortunately, we're constantly being divided and distracted these days. Um, but the truth is, even if, regardless of politics, if you went and just talked to your neighbor. You got a lot more in common with your neighbor yeah. than folks would make you believe. And that goes for social media, too. It's not just the the big networks and things like that. But I tell you how to kind of get a grip of it. I take you behind the scenes. And as a radio guy, you'll probably enjoy uh, this. Uh, there's a whole chapter that features uh, one of the most legendary figures of radio, Paul Harvey. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So we talk about we talk about all kinds of different things in that book. Great stories, not just my story, but stories that are meant to uplift and encourage folks. Well, you have got a lot of different things happening. Uh, this whole thing where you fill in for Glenn Beck, how the hell did you end up with this? This 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 is like the the the, the goal, the, the dream of a lifetime kind of thing. Uh, it really it really is. It. um I spent a lifetime chasing my career, climbing the corporate ladder and all this stuff. And um, in 2012, I lost my dream job. And I was working in a, in a big market and making great money. And I mean, something was off. Something just wasn't right. Um, but I, I, I was successful on the outside. But on the inside, something was missing. There was, like I said, something was off. Um. And I just, I, I think what I went through, I had to go through um, because I had put everything, all of this in front of, um, at the top, at the top of, of, of the ladder in, in, instead of uh, my faith and, 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 and probably oh, yeah. my relationships, you know, and, and, and my wife and things like that. And when I lost this dream job, I knew for about a month it was going to happen. But the day I lost it, I remember my wife saying, you're really calm. I would expect you to be more upset about this. We had just gotten married. I just signed another contract and extension on my contract. So I was going to be there for another year or so. Um, and and then just months later, they said, wait, we were going to make a change, which which happens in radio. And well, that, yeah. that's, I just I didn't see it coming then. So I but I wasn't um, I had this like moment of peace i just felt this weight was lifted off of me when it happened and i felt like there's something bigger coming there's something better coming i didn't know what it was my friend who had hired me there um he works for glenn and uh, he has a great relationship goes back to the days that he and glenn worked together in tampa and um one of the things that he suggested to me at the time was hey have you ever thought about trying talk radio I said, well, that's what I was doing. I was doing a morning show. And so that's what I was doing when, when you guys kept telling me play more music. <laughs> I was trying to talk. And, um, and so he kind of pushed me to go in that direction. And sure enough, he said at one point, he said, you know, one day I'm going to have you fill in for Glenn. And that day finally came Christmas Eve, July 20, or Christmas Eve of 2019. And, and um, uh, I got a chance to, to, to do that. And I will tell you, um, it, while it was incredible, um, it is no longer the thing, and I could all of this could go away tomorrow. You know, I mean, it's no longer the thing that I'm after. Um, and and I think the fact that I'm at that place, um, really gave me the the ability to be able to to do to do stuff like that. And um, I don't know, man. I don't know about you. I guess I would, you know, maybe I'd be 
driving a truck or delivering pizzas or something if uh, if I wasn't doing this. I have no idea. <laughs> well, I'll but, tell um, you, you're, you're, you are fantastic. We're going to have to do this again at some stage of the game because you are, you are fun. Justin Barclay with us today. He joins us live. You can find him on the Twitter machine at Mr. Justin Barclay. And uh, he is... Uh, just one of one of the big names out there in uh, Michigan making things happen and uh, you can find him on Facebook Instagram Twitter or just go to his supersonic website justinbarclay.com and uh, see what he is up to he is also one of these rare radio guys who I think that voice that he's using that's his actual voice He's not one of these guys, you know, because you hear these radio guys, you know, like, good on the air, they talk like this. I know you don't order Chinese in that voice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Justin, you know, he, the voice he's been using today while he's talking to us, he can order his Chinese food later. Yeah. In that voice, so it's 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 good that a radio guy who's got a radio that doesn't have a radio voice. You're not just a just well, a, you know, um, just a gimmick. I think, <laughs> yeah, through the years, I've probably had different uh, iterations of that voice. And you know, when you go when you go on the air and you go on live, you're 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 kind of you know you're 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 speaking in a different way you're kind of exaggerating yeah. things i think in some way so that's kind of maybe where some of that comes from you want to sound official and all that but like <laughs> i don't I, I don't know like nowadays i just feel like um that people you know we just respond we respond to more authenticity you know yes. just being you just being your, yeah. yourself and and people they respond to that um and uh, but but you know there was certainly a time when that uh, that announcer thing was like you know oh you had to you had to sell oh like you had you had to sound like all these guys you 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 know you you had to sound like uh like like you were talking like the Paul Harvey thing earlier yeah you know Paul Harvey was a certain way and commanded you know things. And then you go into like the guys like Howard Stern and Man Cow and Grease Man and all these yeah. guys. And now we've got Glenn and Rush and all these guys. And it's like, is political talk radio like the new shock jock radio? Is it like popular like that? Because I remember back in the day it was Lycus and ONA and, and they just they <laughs> they'd taken over the planet. And now you've got Beck and Hannity and yeah, I think uh, I call myself a reformed radio shock jock. So I'm kind of like, I used to do that stuff, you know? I used to work in, in rock and, and top 40 radio and did morning shows. And the, the one time, you know, it had to be very shocking. But that, was, that wasn't that was just a, you weren't just being shocking just to be shocking. That was a strategy. You were, yes. you were being shocking because you were trying to capture attention in a world that, that it, was hard, it was coming increasingly harder to get attention. And so you would have to do and say things that would just uh, provoke people to listen. And now I think the truth is shocking. In fact, there was a big thing the other day with the Grammys and uh, Sam Smith had done a performance that everybody was so uh, outraged by and, and shocked by. And I said, I just looked at it and I go, really? I, I, uh, this is so boring. Madonna came out and she, poor gal, I don't think she's having the, you know, she's probably struggling through, like not not necessarily having the same looks that she used to have, and and not knowing that. Hey, the, Madonna, you can be enough. You are enough. You know, you don't have to get the surgery <laughs> and all this other stuff. Be crazy, and you know. Um, but but I say, you know, it's funny because we got into this point that all these things are supposed to be so shocking anymore, and I just go, you look at them and you go, oh, Give me a break. You know what's shocking? Get married, have kids, you know, go to church, like uh, become a productive member of society. That's shocking now to say that to people. So I don't know. It's weird. It's kind of like the tables have turned and I'm not trying to be shocking or anything, but I just I'm telling a truth. I'm telling the truth. And in the world of lies that we live in, that is kind of shocking to people, yes. isn't it? Well, this has been a fantastic conversation. We have got Justin Barclay with us today. You can find him on Twitter at Mr. Justin Barclay, Mr. Justin Barclay, and uh, justinbarclay.com. 
You have been fantastic. Uh, I have really enjoyed this. I wasn't sure what the heck I was getting into, but I'm glad that we did it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, brother. Much appreciated. Love to talk to you again, and uh, and thank you very much. So, before we let you go, how do we get your book and listen to everything you're doing and all that? Uh, JustinBarclay.com, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y.com. Everything's there. You can connect with me on all the different social places that I'm at. Watch me on Rubble or Facebook or Getter or all the Twitter. I'm not on YouTube. We got kicked off. Too much for YouTube. We're banned <laughs> from banned YouTube. Banned from YouTube. But, well, you joined the long list, brother. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no kidding. So we, we, I guess it's kind of like you're wearing your badge of honor now. So, uh, <laughs> so, but but you can find us all over and uh, grab the book there too. I'd love to send you a copy and I'll sign it and send it to you and, and uh, catch up. That's awesome. Well, you are fantastic. Uh, just your whole setup there is amazing. And uh, thanks for making some time for us today. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. You got it. Thank you. Appreciate it, brother. There he goes. That is Justin Barclay. He joins us live. We are going to take a time out. When we come back, we have got more coming up. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 10 million people. Without destroying your credit, they can reduce your interest rates, lower your total payments up to 50% to get you out of debt fast. For a free consultation, call Consolidated Credit now. The program works. Call 800-435-1899. 800-435-1899. 800 435 We have a great new marketing partner I want to tell you about today here at Transmedia Worldwide, an absolutely amazing piece of business. Check it out today. These folks will write a professional text for any occasion. That is right. Unique and SEO-friendly content writing. It is available on Fiverr.com. F-I-B-E-R-R.com. Search for Fled Design. That's F-L-E-D-D-E-S-I-G-N. Fled Design. They're a level one seller, and they are absolutely amazing. Check them out today. They need your help. An amazing piece of business. Go over and check it out today on Fiverr.com. That's F-I-V-E-R-R.com. They have a great deal, a standard deal, and a premium deal. And we don't want to give you away any of the details. We want you to go check them out today because they are well worth your time. F-I-B-E-R-R.com. Search I will write professional texts for any occasion. Flood Design, a level one seller. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Check them out today. An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Check them out today. These folks are absolutely amazing. They are trying to raise money for one of the closest friends, Elizabeth, as she and her boyfriend lost their infant son, Lucas, just over one year ago. They have had such a tough time coping with the loss and have in turn lost their apartment and their vehicle. Elizabeth recently discovered she was pregnant again and is currently considered high risk. She and her boyfriend are currently sleeping on a friend's couch with no form of transportation. They just want to try and raise them some money so they can renew the tags and insurance on their vehicle so they can get to her doctor's appointments and her boyfriend can get to and from work and hopefully enough to put down a down payment on a brand new apartment. She is an amazing person and does not deserve this. They just want her to have a stress-free pregnancy and a home to bring their new baby home to when she or he is born. Thank you and God bless. Go over and check it out today. It is L-I-N-K dot spotfund dot com slash blessings for Beth. That's L-I-N-K dot S-P-O-T F-U-N-D dot C-O-M slash B-L-E-S-S-I-N-G-S-F-O-R-B-E-T 
age. Check it out today. It's Blessings for Beth. And you can tell them you've heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Let's go help them out today and give them some of your harder money today. And that about wraps it up for this edition of our big broadcast. We will see you next time. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.